Yes, finally somebody in this state says my name properly. <laughs> Am I the first one? Yeah. No, I think Car- Oh, that's right. Carlos said it wrong too. Yeah. He said it wrong with confidence though. Mm-hmm. He was like, "No, it's supposed to be what is it? Glowecki or I don't know what he said." Yeah, nobody ever gets it right. <laughs> I should have came up with a stage name, but I didn't think this was going to go anywhere. You know? So I was just I think I was going my last name and then now I'm like, "Ah, oh, why didn't I think of a cool stage name?" I need what, a g- What would it be if you came up with it today? Ooh, so Brian is such a hard, it's such a soft name to go, you know, it's not like, you know, like Chuck or something. It'd just be like Brian Glow. That's what I was thinking, but there's this, t- <laughs> that sounds too like, like I'm a magician, yeah. you know? I just think of a light bright. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a dude, James Goff on the East Coast, and he go, he used to go by the Glow for some reason. So everyone's like, huh, people might get you guys mixed up. I'm like, ah, I don't think they're going to. Because he's black and in fantastic shape. So we don't get, you know. Very similar yeah, to yeah, your physique. Very, yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know. I need a good one. Yeah. Maybe people could write in. Yeah, there we go. They could like we pick need it. Comment on the podcast. Yeah. We need a stage name for Brian Glowacki. Yeah. After you listen to him. I'll let them pick it. Yeah. If enough people say the same. (laughs) We'll have a vote. I have this whole alter ego where I do have this like character that I do and his name is Tank Tillman. Like he's super, you know, has a, like I always wear like a Bush Reagan 84 hat and real, you know, rednecky. Okay. And everyone's like, just be Tank. How's that different from you? Well, I'm I'm pretty soft. This dude's like (laughs) camouflage and, you know, he's like my like super Republican alter ego. So... But everyone's like, just be tank. That's way better. I'm like, shit, I might. <laughs> They're like, that's way better than you. <laughs> yeah, that's way better than who you are as a person. <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. you should probably change who you hang out I, with. I think I should just change who I am. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, yeah. so you're from Boston. I'm a technically from Nantucket, Massachusetts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, a little island off of Cape Cod in Massachusetts, 30 miles out to sea. Why would you ever leave that? Because my wife made me <laughs> the power of... Uh, Things no. we do for love. <laughs> yeah, that's, let's call it that. I don't know. So my wife and I went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And then she moved off and like started a life and had children with her ex-husband. Or with her husband. And now he's her ex-husband. Um, and like then she came back to my hometown one weekend. And we were like hanging out or whatever. And then once we got together, she was like, well, I'm not moving back here. I'm like, you can't do that. You can't make me like you again. And then now I have to leave. Apparently she can, though. Yeah. I, I have no... <laughs> I am a absolute prisoner of women. Like I, She's like, let's do this. I'm like, okay. Even though I don't want to. So that's why we have kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no. How, that's how you make a marriage last. Yeah. Just, do whatever she just wants. Just submit to everything she asks. Right. But I like it now because I can't do... I couldn't do comedy from there. Yeah. Like I could... I used to have to... If I want to do like an open mic, I had to get on a ferry so i would work all day for my parents then i would get on a ferry and it takes two and a half hours so i would take that over and i would rent a car on the mainland Mm -hmm. then i would drive all the way to boston which is an hour and a half i would do my show like on a tuesday right five minutes set right i would drive back to the cape like cape cod sleep in the rental car fly home in the morning and work all day again and sometimes i had another show that night and i would do it all over again 
So I earned my stage time early on. I People guess like, so. I'm not like, going to that. I'm not right? going to go wait in that line for a mic. I'm like, are you shitting me? I'm not driving 30 minutes. Yeah, I had to transit. I had to go transatlantic for an open mic. Right, airplanes and automobiles yeah. or whatever. But like, it, I feel like it helped early on because I was like, okay, I'm not going to waste stage time. Yeah, it's true. So I think it really like took a lot of the... If I was getting on stage, I was like, okay, this is what I've prepared. Yeah. And now that I can get up whenever I want, I'm just like, yeah, we'll go see what we'll see what <laughs> comes out of my mouth now. See what gold I'll spin. Now you you do you you tend to have a set set. If I'm in the middle, yeah. Um, and this is like a, I don't know, I'm just it's been like beat into me, um, just from older Boston headliners, but, um, like I don't, my face isn't on the, you know, this weekend it's Jack's face on the thing, you know. I'm not, I'm not here to serve you have the a show. little face on there. I know my little. You're like I thought you were black. <laughs> um, well, especially yeah. I guess with the hat and then the one the one uh, that we print that people take is black and white. Yeah, so, so you like, can be real light skinned. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am actually extremely light skinned. Um, black where it matters. But I, yeah, my foot I fell through the ice uh, <laughs> like Mr. Deeds. Um, <laughs> but so like this weekend. I'm doing a set because I'm in the middle and I want to like serve the show. My mm-hmm. whole point is to set the table for the headliner. It's not my show. It says his name. He's got the pressure of selling tickets. He's got the pressure, all that shit, you know. Uh, and I'm like, all right, just do a good job so they're in a good mood for him. Now, if I was headlining, I do a lot of material, but I also, you know, it could go anywhere. Who right. knows what we're going to talk about. So right. that's like the, I feel like it's important. I mean, I'm not like, just for me, because if I get it off track and I start talking to people or whatever, then they're going to be just chatting up a storm for the headliner and it's going to suck. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> I think it's well known. And if you, I mean, I don't know. Let's drive this point home once I don't know if anybody's ever listened to this podcast or ever going to, but if you do, there's a few recurring themes throughout. Mm-hmm. One, Jenny hates crowd work. In headliners uh, also, though? I hate crowd work in general. Okay. I think that there is obviously a place and time for it, mm-hmm. but I don't think as many comics do it well as well as they think they do it. Oh, right. Even as headliners. True. So I think the percentage of people that do it is way higher than the percentage of people that should do it. Now, it's- I definitely hate it in openers for the same reasons that comic hate it, comics hate it in openers because it sets a precedent that oh, yeah. you're allowed to talk. This is supposed to be a monologue, not a dialogue. Right. Unless yeah. I know where it's going. Right. Especially when you're early on. And somebody early on said to me, like, crowd work is like a lion in a cage. You could open the cage and you could pet the lion and it could go great. Or that lion could get out, maul you, and maul the whole rest of the show. Right. Um, which And it just, like, think about the show is an hour and a half long. If your people are talking at minute two. Right. What's going to happen by the headliner's 30th minute when they've had five more drinks? Right. Like you're just setting a snowball down the hill, so right. that and you later. have the people that come in already wanting attention, right? But, you know, and I usually try to temper that as they're coming in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, 
<clears throat> the birthday parties, the bachelorette parties, you know, I make sure we acknowledge them before the show starts. Right. I sing happy birthday in the lobby mm-hmm. just to, and then I tell them like, yeah. the the best part about this job <laughs> is I can say whatever I want mm-hmm. and it's funny. It's right. fine. We're at a comedy club. Why not? Right. So I sing happy birthday at the top of my lungs in the lobby and I go there. You've had your attention. That's it. That's yep. all you're going to get now. When you cross through those show. doors, <laughs> you are shutting up. Go watch the show. Your birthday's over. Yep. Give us your laughter and your money and get the F out of here. Right. But then but then if a comic comes up and it doesn't matter if it's it's host feature guest set even. If the right. comic comes up and starts talking to you and for no other reason than to talk to you. Right. And we gotta understand that most people are just sitting in their chair going, Oh man, when I get a chance to say something, mm-hmm. it's gonna be gold. Right. And they're like, What do you do for a living? Starting you're like, Hey, Budweiser And you're like, Okay, what well, <laughs> uh. Oh my god, okay, so there's a story there's a story I have to tell my grandpa, it's very hard of hearing. And when my mom and I first took over the club, of course, you know, bringing the family down. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa actually invested in the club as well. Oh, all right. So, I mean, hey, you got to come to a show. All right. <laughs> and just happens he's sitting right in the front row. Oh, no. And it's a friend of mine is the comic. It was Mark G. And, you know. Ooh, Brian G. Okay, sorry. <laughs> there you go, Brian G. Oh, my G. God. Um, the... You never. I mean, he he's hard of hearing, mm-hmm. but it's like you know, some if you're if you're right in front of him, if you're speaking directly to him, right? I'm like it might be okay, right? And it wasn't okay. He couldn't hear anything. <laughs> so the comic's going through his stuff, and he's giggling and whatever. You know, you laugh when other people laugh. You right. can fit right in. <laughs> and but Mark looks straight at him, and he goes, um, "So how are you doing?" And uh, he, my grandpa goes, "Vodka." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what he asked. Yes. That but, was how he was doing. But, yeah. <laughs> I tried. I was like, "What about you, sir?" I have this piece of my act where I'm like, "What about you?" I'll just I'll, like ask a quick question, and this guy goes, uh, "I wasn't paying attention." <laughs> In the front row, I'm like, "Awesome, thank <laughs> you're you. killing it that yeah. night, huh?" And this is at the end of my set mm-hmm. where I'm like getting ready to wrap mm-hmm. up. I'm like, "Oh, what about you?" I have a thing where I talk about injuries that hurt you, oh, you know, right. during sex. Um, so I thought that was going to be the worst. I, I went through a string of these where it went poorly, mm-hmm. where it's n- for a year and a half, however long I, a year, however long I did the joke, it always went well. Yeah. And then I went through a month and a half of it going poorly. I don't know why. And right. we're out of that. But that dude goes, I wasn't paying attention. And I had to deal with that. Like a week or two later, I was in Orlando and I go, uh, what about you, sir? Do you have any injuries or whatever? And the guy goes, Parkinson's. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Less injury, more disease. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a sports injury, I don't right. think, unless you're a boxer. <laughs> right. Unless you're Muhammad Ali. Right. Uh, and then I was just in Vermont last week, and a guy, I go, what about you, sir? And he goes, uh, I got four toes cut off. They're going to take another one on the other foot next week. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm going to stop asking this question. This right. is why you don't do crowd work. Right, right. And that's just one question. And there's three minutes left in my act when I ask this question. But it's also part of a joke that you do. You know, you're talking about right. your own sports injury. Yeah. It's relevant to what you're saying. It's not. What do you do what for do you a living? What do you do for a living? Uh. And I call that, I also call that taking a census. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, there's census takers out there. You don't have to be that one. Right. We, we had one. Uh, <laughs> we had one guy um, literally do the whole front row. Just lick the donuts. Where he licked it. Oh, I love that analogy. Yeah. Okay, explain it. Okay, so this comes from uh, <gasps> Ray Harrington, who's a Providence guy, and he was just on Conan. But he, he, we call it licking the donuts in New England. 
if you are going to do crowd work, let's say you do your material and it's garbage or you don't have any more material and you still got time and you have to do crowd work, go to a table, one table, and eat the entire donut. Talk to every person at that one table. Get everything you need to get from them. Don't go to every table. Every table is a donut. Don't lick all the donuts. Eat a donut. Right. Don't lick them all so the next person goes up and then they're like, oh, these are all licked. I can't. Mm Because you go, well, what about you? You guys married? They're like, yeah, the first guy already asked. Us. Right. Okay, exactly. I'm sorry. What the about crowd you? Gets irritated right. with it too. It's like we've already been through this. You already made fun of the fact that I'm a machine operator. Right. We've already heard the jokes you're going to say about it. Right. Especially what else the you people got? that are hesitant about sitting in the front row anyway, right. because there is that stigma of, oh, we're going to get made fun of. Right. And really, I would say 90% of the time, you're not. Right. The comics have their set and you're not a part of it. Right. Even if there is a little, you know, like how long have you been married or a thing. Right. It's because it has something to do with what they're about to say. Right. Lead them somewhere. Right. Not because they're trying to come up with something on the fly. Oh. I'm not just going to come out and make fun of you because you're wearing a plaid shirt for fun. Yeah. Nice shirt, dickhead. Oh, oh, all right. Anyway, what about you, sir? What do you do? I have no follow-up. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to say. Like, you should know where you're going. Right. You're getting paid to do this, especially. So we had a guy that did that and, you know, asked all the front row. And the headliner is a local headliner. It was Ellis Rodriguez. And uh, this was the feature that was doing it. Elvis Rodriguez? Ellis. Oh, Elvis would be a way better name. (laughs) I'm a good name picker today. I'll let him know. Tell him I said so. uh, Tell him Brian G said so. He came in and he's like, how's it going? And I go, oh, well, the guy on the left is, and I gave him the rundown. I'm like, they're married 12 years. They've got three kids. Mm -hmm. I go, I'm taking notes because obviously we're turning this into the census. Right. (laughs) I absolutely hate it. You can see it on my face. And the headliners don't usually watch the openers. Sorry, sorry, new comics, but headliners don't watch openers. And then they're going to go up and step in the same shit that you just stirred up and make them look stupid. Or if they watch the opener, I mean, maybe the first night. You know, just to see like what kind of material, if anything, right? If anything overlaps with what they're talking about to what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but they're not watching you all week for sure. Hell no! <laughs> like I, <laughs> I'm the only one that watches you all week. Especially if like like this weekend, I'm watching him. Uh, I'll him watch being like, Jack Acidorian Jr. Yeah, I didn't know if I didn't know if I'm allowed to name drop. You can name. Well, we already did. You said Ray Harrington. We talked. I well, mean, you we, said I he just, wasn't coming back, so I, I didn't want to. I just call him Jackass. So. Yeah. Junior. I know the only reason I'm podcasting him with, with him today is because I was like, well, how do I not podcast with him and still podcast with Brian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I want to watch him, but I'm not, I don't want to watch the whole thing every time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch the beginning the first <laughs> night and then the next 10 minutes, like, on the second show and then find the rest of the time to just hide. Yeah, you know? it is. It is tedious to watch. I mean, uh, people people laugh because I sit in the sound booth and I'll play a game on my phone or I'll do something, mm-hmm. oh, and they're brutal. like, "You're not even watching." I'm like, "I am. I don't have to watch. Right. I'm listening. I'm I absorbing. can hear everything. I'm absorbing this." Plus, I've heard these jokes this weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, I should also because of the, the, I won't even say this person's name, but the get the a guest set uh, uh-huh. thing. Like, if you're a guest set and you're a new comic and you have a chance, like it's it's cool that you're excited about it but don't burn the ears off of everybody like don't be like oh i do this i podcast i got a thing i was on tv i got bitcoin i got do-. it's like whoa well and that's not just a guess that that's comics in general slow like slow down i mean we always talk about it at, at festivals too you know be a good hang right be somebody that you know like also 
If you're gonna drive, <laughs> if you're gonna fucking drive, oh, sorry, I keep cursing on this. I don't know if you're supposed to. Um, if you're gonna drive all the way from God knows where to do a guest set, you're like, oh hey, I got a guest set in the middle of nowhere, or I'm coming to Sacramento, or whatever. If you hang out with other comics and then you and you're like horrible, you know, just bop, 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 bop the whole time, and then you do your set and then you just disappear. Right. After you, <laughs> after you had a decent set, by the way. Right. After all that, we're we're in the back going, this dude's gonna tank. He's gonna be. I said to Jack, I go, there's no chance this is gonna be good. Yeah. And he was good, and then disappeared. Yeah. I'm like, so you did the first part wrong. You did the set part decent, and then the part afterwards where you're supposed to get the, hey, that was great. Come do a spot on my show or whatever. Stop hitting the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I get excited. I talk. My, with my sound hands. guy yells at me. He'll be like, uh, were they kicking something? Yeah. Or <laughs> I have a, when I do my podcast with my buddy, the Cantankerous Podcast, hey. he always sets his drink down. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, put something under that. And now I have to set this back down. So <laughs> slow, slow. There we go. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing how many comics come to to showcase. Even um, yep. you know, we put on Carlos Rodriguez puts on puts up comics and puts on shows at laughs for me to specifically watch and find new talent. And they'll come and they'll sometimes say hi. Yeah, <laughs> it's time for another one of those showcases, by the way. And uh, <laughs> uh, we have one next Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, the twelfth at Laughs Unlimited. Except for this podcast is gonna get dropped after that, so never mind. <laughs> just call Carlos at home and ask him yes. everyone his number Carlos. is 771 no, 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 no. do you know oh. what I did to Carlos we were <laughs> we were at the World Series of Comedy main event mm-hmm. and uh, you know comics are, are we we do booker panels and they know I'm a booker and they're right. talking to me all week and I'm only seeing five minute sets from some some of these guys and mm-hmm. some of these gals and some of them I would not book. Right. I would need to see a lot more time. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're at this festival and I go, you know, you should network with other comics. You should call Carlos Rodriguez. He puts on a show at my club. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, my God. He His got so much attention up. that weekend. <laughs> he, he was like, I hate you, Jenny. I think you did that to Being him. Being friends with you is not beneficial. I'm like, I know. I think you, you did that to him at San Diego too. Oh, probably. I yeah. do it everywhere. I just did it on this just, podcast. You're like, he books a lot of stuff outside of the club too. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you could just see everyone pick up their phone. Right, Carlos Rodriguez. <laughs> hey, he's industry now, so there was some benefit to it. <laughs> Your industry. Yeah, he does. He books a lot of stuff. Really? Okay, we can stop talking about Carlos. Yeah. That's Carlos Rodriguez. What's right, your Instagram handle? Uh, <laughs> Carlos Comic. Close. That's Carlos Comedy. <laughs> oh, right. Whatever. Just hit up Carlos Comic for spots. That guy will be thrilled to hear from you, <laughs> right. whoever that is. Right. Carlos Mencia. But yeah, but it's, you know, be a good hang. Just, but they, they come and they do this showcase or they do these guest spots and they never talk to me. Right. They never say... Mm-hmm. You know, should I hit you up? It thinks, I mean, I get thanks for working here sometimes, but no contact information. No, yeah. how do I contact you? Yep. I'm like, um, apparently I'm just going to pull your name out of the air and be like, oh, yeah, that person was Right. Funny. Of the 90 people I saw at this <laughs> festival in the middle of the forest in Arizona. Right. Or people that drive to Sacramento from out of town to do these 10, right. 15 minute spots. And, you know, you're getting paid in gas money. You're supposed to be there for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Say hello to the person that's watching you. Yeah. You, you know? are definitely different uh, in, like, I feel like I'm peeling the curtain back here. Okay. Uh, 
you at festivals are not as approachable as you might think you are. <laughs> All right. This well, is the other recurring theme through this podcast is yeah. how intimidating and unapproachable Jenny is. Well, so there's a like there's a value to being real on those on those panels and stuff because it's like this is a contact sport, you know, like give us it honest. We don't we don't pay to submit to these things and then hope to get into them and then get bullshitted. So right. For me, I like I always appreciate when people are just honest, like you and Ryan at the last one at Big Pine, where it's just like, dude, don't be weird. Yeah, you know. Um, oh well, that's because there was a weird person there. There was a real weird person. There. <laughs> the guy I that's like the mankind from WWE or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ugh, I had to follow that guy. Anyways, um, <laughs> but that was great for you. That was a hoot. That yeah. was a lot of fun on like on the industry showcase <laughs> I was on. I was like, well, I can go home. But you got booked. Yeah, I did. Welcome to Laughs and Limits. Yeah, I was like, so, but I met you at San Diego, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I did the, how? what's the best way to contact you? You're like, just email me. And I was like, all right. And I was like, oh, am I even going to get, when am I going to get to Sacramento? How the hell am I getting out there? Um, but then after it went well at Big Pine, I was like, okay. And I feel like, I felt like seeing you twice is a lot different than just meeting you once. Of course. Because meeting you once, and then you're just like the truth bomb on the panel. <laughs> You know, <laughs> at San Diego or at Big Pine. At San Diego, it was like, oh fuck, yeah. uh, this is uh, this is intimidating. Right. But then, at, at Big Pine, at Big Pine, I felt like there was there were some underlying things, especially at Big Pine, that I was experiencing with comics oh. that I was semi sort of irritated about. So I was like, if these people ask the right question, and that's always what it is with me. If you ask the right question. You're going to get an answer that's whether why. you like it or not. <laughs> that's why I haven't asked any questions. <laughs> and most people don't. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fine with that because I Wait, figure... Wait, well, you got to spill the tea now. <laughs> we're will, here. I will. Um, but what... I figure that people ask the questions when they're ready for the answers. Right. I don't just offer up information. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've found that pe- if if you offer if you give people too much information or if you give people the information they're not ready for, yeah, they're not going to absorb it anyway. And I have a rule about talking to brick walls. Mm-hmm. I find that it's not conducive yeah. to my life. Yeah. <laughs> so and I've uh, the the easy answer of the way I figured this out is when people call and ask questions about the club and they're like, you know. I'm calling for information about the show tonight. And I'm like, all right, there's two shows at 8 o'clock and 10.30. Jack Asadorian's the headliner, along with Brian Glowacki and Melvin Jr. Uh, it's $20 per person. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets online at laughsunlimited.com, or I can take a reservation, and you can uh, just pay at the door. And they're like, what time are the shows? Because I've given you too much information. Yes, you weren't ready for it. Right. So now, even when I'm answering the phones, I wait till they ask the question. Right. I'm like, all right, get your pen and paper. <laughs> what specifically <laughs> are you calling for? Right. Hello, okay. this is Jenny. What the hell do you I actually I don't want? offer any extra information because right. I'm waiting for you to be ready for it. So if you ask me a direct question, mm-hmm. I will give you a direct answer, which is terrifying yeah. for a comic. Well, we put our heart into this thing where, where you're like, and everybody's like, anybody who does comedy is broken. Right. Like, we're not up there because things are going well, right. you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I have to like subject myself to like hearing the actual truth. That, right. That's that's going to go against everything I've been telling myself about how great I am. 
and but how, also and how the shitty I am. Is they tell you how great you are, right? When they can't even remember your name, sometimes. yeah, or the host. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but after meeting you and like, I think Big Pine. I don't know why I'm like comparing festival because it's the same person that had both of them, but just yeah. as an experience. Um, at Big Pine, there's a lot of opportunities to hang. Mm-hmm. Like the stage time is cool, and that's good to be able to do comedy, but. It's almost better. It's you almost get more out of it from just going to the lunches or going right. to throw axes or whatever, right. because that's where you're going to get other people. Because that made me seem less intimidating. Yeah, like we an just, axe. No, but <laughs> there was like a bar. There was like a bar thing. I remember like some craft beer place, and then yeah. like I was just kind of done. See, I think that that's why I like get along with you, as opposed to like some of the other people I met. Is that I th- I feel like both of us is like all right. When it's time to work, we'll be at work. But like, we don't have to do the schmooze the whole time. Right, right. And I was like, oh, if I just sit at this table, if there's nothing to talk about with Jenny, we, we can just both sit here. We don't have to fill the... We talked about that on Friday. Yeah. We don't have to fill the silence. But I remember being there and be like, oh, okay. She's actually like she's more like me than than I was like, oh my God, that's Jenny at the first one. <laughs> you know, and now I'm like, oh no, she just doesn't bullshit i'm just a little rough around the edges i don't think you are (laughs) i think that you i think at first glance you'd be like oh shit she's all business and then you're like oh no she just doesn't she's not bullshitting everybody yeah Yeah. because there's a lot of bullshitting in this business that oh there is dude come on we'll we'll do this we'll write a show together we're just like dude no we're not we're not gonna do any of those things yes don't waste my day talking about comics have and comics have big ideas comics are dreamers right you know, obviously, you don't go and, you know, take a ferry and rent a car and fly to wherever to sleep in your rental car to right. do five minutes if it's not for a passion, for a dream. Exactly. And I am not a person that, I'm not interested in killing dreams. I'm never going to be like, you should probably never do comedy again. Right. And I think that's what comics are afraid of. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to fuck yourself. Right. I'm going to give you constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think. Right. But it's it's only to help you get better. Not to be like, you should probably quit and go live in your mom's basement because right. it's all you're good for. Right. I would never say that. There was a dude in my scene, you, you know the message boards? Mm-hmm. Carlos, you, are you on any of those message boards? I used to be on. Yeah. yeah. I took myself off of it. They are arsenic yeah. to, to creativity and dreams. But there was a dude in our in the Boston one that was like, "Oh, if you've sent me five emails and I've never replied, this is just like a booker of a bar show. This is not somebody that owns a club. Mm-hmm. If you send me five or six emails and I haven't responded, it's probably because you suck and you should quit and blah mm-hmm. blah blah." Mm-hmm. And I just uh, posted like one of those gifts or whatever, and I was like, uh, "What's up, Glass House?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he was like, I'm well aware of my own limitations and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, it's not on any of us to tell somebody to quit. Right. Never. Also, you stink at comedy. You suck at it. Don't be telling other people anything. Right. Go write some jokes. Right. That's what bugs me. Because it's like this dream is fragile and it's so hard to navigate in the first place without people getting in the way on purpose. Well, there's no map. Yeah, there's, there's no not, map to navigate it. Everybody's journey is different. Everyone's timeline is different. Right. So I can't give you concrete answers about how you can. And I would never. I'm not a comic. 
So I'm not going to give you a comics perspective. Right. I'm not going to tell you how to do comedy. Right. I'm going to tell you not to yell in the mic. I'm going to tell you not to do crowd work mm-hmm. or that I'm not even going to tell you not to do crowd work. I'm going to tell you that I don't prefer crowd work. Right. And I'll tell you why if you want to continue a conversation. Mm-hmm. But depending on how you receive information mm-hmm. is how much information I'm going to give you. If I tell you something and then you just give me an excuse or just combat me about it, I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, we can have a discussion. Right. But you're asking me a question and I'm giving you an opinion. You can't tell me my opinion is wrong. And it's also not the law. It's an opinion. Right. And if you're if you turn out to be the best crowd work comedian on the planet and you make it, Mm -hmm. then you get to. Be like, yeah, screw them in Sacramento. They, <laughs> right. they don't know nothing. Yeah, that's that's fine. your right to do that. If you, right. it's I've, like I've been told that you're one of those crazy bookers that they talk about that you know ruined people's chances. I'm like, I didn't ruin anybody's chance because I'm only one person. I had one guy say it to me in an email form when he called my club a D club and nobody ever want, is going to want to work there, a club that's been in existence for almost forty years. Wow. Because I had never seen him, right. and I said before I give you a a, a date, right? I do showcases. I allow comics to do showcases, right. but I'm familiar with them. I know who they are. I know their level of professionalism. Right. I know that I'm gonna get a flyer, and that you know the comics are gonna show up, and I'm gonna have a show. My only thing was. I'm not familiar with you, and it's right. and you're a local enough comic. Right. You know, you're an hour away. Right. Come down and do a showcase. Let me right. check you out. And he's like, I sent you clips. I'm like, right. okay. He sent me 21 clips. Like every single clip that he has ever had. Really? Yeah. And he was like, you shouldn't care about these. I'm going to bring Joey Medina and Honest John. And I go, okay, I can book them. I don't know That's who those not people the problem. Are. I don't know anyone, That's by the fine. way. <laughs> well, it's East I feel Coast, like I've West heard Coast Joey thing. Medina's name before yeah. from Big J. Yeah, it's an East Coast, West Coast thing. Though. You know, there's yeah. bigger comics out here that... That you might not yeah. know. It's not even a big deal. But like I try to name drop people to these guys all weekend, and they're like, I don't even know who that is. I'm like, that's like the biggest comic in the East Coast. And they're yeah. like, nah, never heard of them. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. But so it's just people hearing no is hard for some people. And it's it's not, it wasn't even a no. Right. It was a, it was a. Here's a better way. I just need you to do this one thing. <laughs> right. Introduce yourself. Right. Show me that you're a professional comedian. I've never heard of you before. Right. And he was like, well, I gave you a reference. Well, I called that reference. And do you know what? He didn't give you a glowing review. Oh. Yeah. So it became a whole thing. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. I'm giving you. A, this is a I'm real like life it. thing. And it's recent. Okay. And you're. I, what I want from you is to just. Like, I'm going to say it like it was me. And you're going to tell me back what the proper way to do things is okay okay no filter okay jenny uncut here oh shit okay dear diary or whatever um (laughs) i've been working for this booker uh i've been doing spots for them paid spots for them um and i've been wanting to do more time i want to do 20 to 30 minutes i've never done it before i've done up to 15 minutes uh sometimes it's really good sometimes it's really bad but all I asked was that they let me do a longer set, and they told me no. Uh, so what? what is the advice? So I'm pissed. I'm pissed that they said no, and I'm, I'm ready to go off on these people, 
right? I'm ready to cancel all my spots with them because they won't give me a chance to do a long set. How dare they? What do I do? You're the comic? In this hypothetical, yes. Okay. And you did you you wrote this to a person or is this, this is just on in this a is a event forum? on Facebook. Oh, yeah, you already don't work at the club anymore now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like to, if you especially if you named if you No, it, I didn't name them. Okay. Good. And this okay. isn't me by the way. <laughs> I know. Okay. I well, that's why we said I want your list. I don't know what <laughs> And there's another feature date open of the laughs and laughs. <laughs> yeah. Tonight. Get down here now. Hurry up. Oh, Carlos. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So, and this is oh, this see this is why I don't friend comics on Facebook. Yep. I have a Jenny laughs. And yeah, Jenny Laughs friends everybody. I'm friends with Jenny Laughs. Yep. Jenny Laughs. And that's because, so that I can tag you in flyers. Ah, perfect. <laughs> but because I have been comic, friends with comics on Facebook and seeing this kind of stuff, I want to respond to it. Mm -hmm. But you're actually not looking for a resolution if you're putting things on Facebook. Right. So number one, you're okay. not finding resolutions on Facebook. You're either looking for drama or you're looking for your friends to go, well, fuck them. You don't have to work there. They don't appreciate you. Yes. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so oh wait, I'm pretending it's me. So if, if you approach a booker with this attitude and mm -hmm. say, you know, well, if you're, if you are not going to give me a longer spot, I'm going to cancel all my spots. Mm -hmm. They are going to say, okay. Right. That's okay. He, do you know how many comics there are that are looking for work? Though if you're in, I and not to say you should always value yourself, you should always think you can do better or do more. Right. And if you can and you're not getting farther in the position mm -hmm. that you're in, go elsewhere. Right. That's that's there's there's different clubs that book in different ways and have different you know, processes. Right. There's, there's two, you know, I call myself a major club, whether anybody else does or not. There's two major clubs in Sacramento. Right. And the process is to get in. Yeah. And the process to, once you do get in and get past. Right. Are still very different. Right. So you have to work with the club that you're in. And if they're not promoting you and you're not doing. Right. Go to another club. Right. Go to another area. If there's not another club in your town. Maybe it's time for you to move. How dedicated are you to your craft? So my answer, yes. which I thought was super helpful to this comic <laughs> okay. and led to a whole bunch of nasty, angry messages was... Well, that's because you didn't pat them on the head and tell them I that don't do you're that. the best. Neither do and I. I got the, you're not Dave Chappelle, you, you know, who, who the hell do you think you are to talk <laughs> down to me? And I go, you asked... You put it out there and stupid me. I took the bait. But anyways, I said. And you didn't say I'm Brian G though. Right. No, I didn't say this is Brian Glow signing off. Um, <laughs> I said, get so good. Use that stage time they are giving you to get so goddamn good <clears throat> that they can't not, that they're begging you to headline. And don't cancel those spots that you could be using. Are you nuts? Right. Um, and I also gave like the rah, rah. Well, if you. Th if you believe in yourself enough that you're like, I should be farther than I am, then invest in yourself and produce your own show right. where you, even if you go in the middle, if you're like, I'm going to do a 30 in the middle and I'll just hire a good headliner to make sure mm -hmm. at some random ass bar show, if it's about doing more time, there's plenty of avenues to do that. Mm -hmm. Put your name on it. 
Put your money where your mouth is. Forget the man. Skip the system. Do it yourself. I was like, rah, rah, go get him. And it was, who do you think you are <laughs> talking to me? You th-. And I was right. like, uh, unfriend. Sorry. I, and I was like mad about it all day. I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I even have this conversation? No, and that's great advice. It, be undeniable. Right. Be so good that they want you to do more time. Right. Because as you're telling me this scenario, they're not getting more time because they, whoever is watching them or whoever is in charge of doing this doesn't think they have more time or you're not doing so well in the time that you're given that they want to see more. Right. And And just a generalization because I don't know the club and I don't know the people. Side note, not a club. Other side note, the (laughs) people that book it are also terrible, which is a vacuum of suck. You know, it's just, just people all giving each other bad advice, (laughs) you know, and expecting, opportunities from people that can't give it to them and those other sort of things so i get her frustrations like well i'm good enough to do 15 minutes but i'm not good enough to do 20 but sometimes sometimes how it works yeah if i'm putting the money up for the show and it's my responsibility i do get to decide what the rules are i've booked a host to do 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and they were mediocre or not good and you lit them at five i (laughs) i actually (laughs) actually i let somebody feature once that I never, I never should have. I don't know why I did. He was persistent. I was early. Was I know. it Carlos? Carlos Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Carlos probably helped me out that week because what I did. And I mean, be self-aware. If you're mm-hmm. getting lit before your time, there might be a reason. Yeah. And it could be, you know, that the show's running late. There should, but if you're getting lit every single show before right. your time. So this comic's supposed to do 25 minutes. And um, I realized my mistake early in the week, and I started calling local comics in. Oh to no! Do, hey, Carlos, you want to do a guest set? You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Bring hey, in the righty. Yeah, you want to yep. do a guest set? You want to do a guest set? Middle and then relief. not only am I putting a guest set before the feature, I put one after. Oh my god! So I just said, "Hey, I got a couple of people coming to do guest sets, so I'm cutting your time." He was doing ten minutes a night, and I had a guess that before and after just to sandwich the suck and did he not know did that not didn't ask a question didn't say a thing about it just have you ever done this <laughs> here's a question okay has nothing to do with this weekend i promise <laughs> have you ever had a feature or a host suck so bad that the feature then hosted and then the the host did a guest spot in the middle like, no. do they do that way in Canada where the, uh, like the hosts do a long that set? That's how we do it I in think, Worcester. Um, doesn't, doesn't Zanies do that where the feature actually opens and then the host is in the middle so that they have a, they don't have the, the, it's not a traditional feature spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. House of like that. Was it a house of comedy? Yeah. Yeah. So in Worcester <laughs> at the, the woo ha ha is the name of the club. Um, so I was a house comic for the first four months when we opened and I would do 20 then the middle set would do 10 and right. then the headliner did 45 to an hour. Yeah. Um, but it was really just feeding, <laughs> it was just feeding guest spots of the sharks, but that's where they were got. They had to be stronger. If the host is strong, then right. you, if you're going after you better a bring stronger it. comic, but the right. show is like set up. I've never had it that way. I've mm-hmm. never had to have a feature switch. I did have a headliner switch. 
Really? Yes. That's what I was hoping for this weekend, but Jack's actually funny. I thought about it last night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I wonder if, uh, if if Brian could close one of these shows out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he he's, not, he's, he's betting not on sports. I, uh, when I would like, because I never saw, I met Jack at the festival, right. but I, I never, oh, saw, never saw him perform. do one second of comedy. So of course I'm coming in. I'm coming out here like You're I'm gonna leave a dent. Huh? I'm gonna leave a dent in this bit. You know, like uh, who's he think he is? Some industry fool just yeah. coming in here playing. I'm around. like he's shit. Who's he? And then I, you know, Friday night I was like, all right, that that went pretty well. Last night I was like, okay, good. I got a hold. Of, I got a hold of at least one while I was here. But I was like, ah. He's actually good, so I didn't make him sweat. You know what I mean? I wanted him to be like, damn, who's this? Yeah. He, he, I said the first night, I said it to both of these guys. I'm like, you can tell he's just been on stage. Like, he's been around comedy his whole life. <laughs> I'm like, I said to him, I go, a, literally a bomb could go off in the back of the room. He'd be like, oh, speaking of bomb. And he would just <laughs> know how to roll with it. And I, I, right. I'd like, so anytime I go to a different city, I immediately have to give the report back to everybody. Yo, how, right, right. the first question you get, which is the most insulting question as a comic, is <laughs> how do you get that? <laughs> it's it's really important where you put the emphasis on the sentence. Right. So you go, uh, how'd you get that? Right. That means I'm happy for you. How'd you get that? How did you get that? <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is, of course, how's the club? Is it good? What's the turnout? Blah, blah, blah. And then it's always... About, if I'm not headlining, it's how's the headline? They right. struggling. Right. You right. you're burying them. I'm like ah, I wish I had more to report, but nah, <laughs> he's just good. So I love it. I love. Uh, I've only had a feature. I had a feature one time that was like, well, your headliner better be good because I'm gonna bury him. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't super familiar with the guy, so I was like, what a cocky asshole. Yeah. And it just happened that I put a local comic on his first headlining gig after him. Oh. So sometimes I may or may not do things on purpose. Mm-hmm. And one of those times was, um, and it was Lance Woods. He He's a local comic and he's hilarious. Yep. He had, And I was like, he was kind of a cocky guy too. And yeah. so I was like, you know what? We'll see. We'll we'll. Let this I'm gonna sort test itself him. out. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna test him. This guy says he's a headliner, but I'm bringing him as a feature because I don't know him. You're That's right. usually the process that laughs. Mm-hmm. And Lance has been featuring for a while and thinks he could headline. See what happens. Right. Because <laughs> either iron's either iron's gonna sharpen iron. Right. And you're gonna go out there and go. Ooh, I like that. Let me put in work. Right. Or you'll fold, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, and that's why I haven't headlined you. Right. <laughs> Problem it's solved never, either way. Right? It's yep. never worked out that I was wrong in headlining a person. Mm-hmm. Except the one time. <laughs> and you know what? It wasn't even that the when I switched the headliner and feature. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it was a talent thing. I think that something mentally actually was happening to him. Right. Where because he was he went on stage. It was a Friday first show, and I, it might have been when we did. I think we only had one show that night, so it might have been when we were doing Thursdays too. Okay. So he goes up, and he was a recommendation. The feature fell out, so the person that recommended him, mm-hmm. I actually said, "Hey, yeah. I I lost the feature. You want to come and uh, feature for your guy?" Right. <clears throat> so he was like, "Yeah, sure." 
and feature does fine he does great because he's a headliner anyway Mm -hmm. and then the headliner gets up and he's like doing his jokes and then it's like you just watch him like forget where he is oh like like he he that's called a stroke that's what he said that's what it looked like (laughs) oh really like he looked like he was literally like stroking out and he would just be like um and then he'd try to pick it up and do it again. And he did it three or four times. And like, you could just see the struggle. And I was like, I went to the feature and I go, go back up there. And he was like, well, that kind of puts me in a situation. I go, you, you did the, this. Yep. <laughs> go back up there. I'm lighting him right now. If he wow. doesn't get off the stage, walk on the stage and get him off. What? This is terrible. He got the hook. <laughs> so, I, so I lit him and he came off and... I was like, okay, uh, you're going to feature the rest of the weekend, and he's going to headline. Was he better in the feature spot? He was better the rest of the weekend. He was fine. And they ended up like flipping like late show on Saturday or something. So he was able to get his dignity back? Yeah, and it was, and he was really appreciative. He was like, thanks so much for, for even letting me stay. He goes, I don't know what happened. I literally just was, I, he's like, I've never had it happen before. I just blanked out. Like, Jeez. I just couldn't. I was hosting a and show. I was like, that's terrifying as a comic. I can't even imagine that. It, I mean, I that's the how fear. You, I wonder how you guys don't don't tell the same joke twice sometimes. Well, when there's multiple shows. Uh, <laughs> Especially when so there's So I always shows. challenge myself on a late show to mix things up or or not. I don't like to do new stuff on a weekend at a club, especially a club that I've never been to right. before. Um, but I do like to f- mess with the order. Yeah. But last night, I was like... Wait a minute. Did I? There's always that moment when there's two shows where you're like, "Is this is this from the first show or the second show?" And then to do that, it just makes you like. I mean, like it makes you sharper. But in the moment, you're like, "Oh crap! <laughs> Am I going into a joke I've already done?" Yeah. This is not. There's always a moment of like panic where your where your butthole just goes like, <laughs> and then you have to <laughs> you have to wake back up. I was in uh, in Worcester at, at hosting my thing, and I started to get a migraine. Oh yeah. And I mean, if I get migraines, I'm da- I'm like done. So I go out to the thing, and there's other comics. I go, does anybody have any weed? Like, I don't smoke weed during the day. I smoke weed at night to go to sleep, and that's it. Yeah. You never see me under the influence out of when I'm working. But I was like, this is an emergency. Says he in front of his boss. Yeah. <laughs> in front of anyone listening. Um, so I go, dude, do you have any weed? He goes, I just got this pen. I go, let's go. And I, he goes, you have to hit it hard because it doesn't draw, like, doesn't draw right. So... I like hit it harder than I should have, and I was like, <laughs> and like my soul like went out, and I was like, all right, cool. The headache started to go away. I'm like, oh, perfect. And as I'm walking up, the like the high hit me, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh crap. And I'm supposed to do time up front and then bring right. up like ten comics, and my intros were like, ladies and gentlemen, the next the next comic. Uh, Carlos and I'll just bring up like the first four I was like in a K-hole I was like I was like sucked in you know like yeah. I was in the upside down or whatever from Stranger Things and I was like dude what do you do what'd you do to me I'm like you overdosed me and I'm up here high as a cut like I couldn't I couldn't function properly yeah. And then, thank God, it wore off like four comics in. And I went up. I was like, hey, everybody. And they're like, ah, there he is. Yeah. Hey, sorry about what just happened up there. Oh, it was so bad, though. But I think that that's some people smoke weed all or they're under the influence all the time and you can't even tell. Yeah. And then other times you're like, dude, are you okay? Right. Have you overdosed yourself? Well, and there's something to be said about 
this is a business where you have that available and mm-hmm. alcohol right. and, and whatever drugs you may or may not be into. Right. And I, it, there's not a lot of questions asked. Right. I mean, I don't ask your preferences before you show up. Right. I just hope Assume that I'm you're hiring be a professional. Work, right? I always right. say, I'm like, it doesn't matter what your vices are. Like, I don't have any judgment towards anybody. I absolutely live like a, a like I live like it's a seven year old's birthday party. <laughs> I don't have any judgment to anybody what anybody does, but it's like no matter what you're doing, be at work. Right. When the bell rings, show up. Right. When they say your name, be there. It happens that you can drink at work. Right. It doesn't mean you can get drunk at work. Right. There is a difference. Right. It doesn't mean you can get completely obliterated. Whatever your version of being at work is, yeah. you if you have to have seven drinks to go on stage, it'd be amazing. I'm not judging you for that, but like, then don't have eight. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. Whatever it is like, yeah. be at work. Especially if somebody's paying you. And like, you, it's not like some corporate comedy thing where you're like ah whatever they're not nobody's even gonna know that right it's like you're working for somebody who whose like livelihood counts on you doing a good job or just like mom and pop type places mm-hmm. you're always like all right can i just do a good job so these people were here next time when i send my avails <laughs> yes please yeah. thank you we appreciate I'm like that. schooling you young comics on no i don't know <laughs> shit i'm just just i've made every i mean i've i feel like i've made a lot of mistakes with my own career mm-hmm but the, you would never find somebody that was like, that dude doesn't work hard or he's unprofessional. Right. right. They would probably be like, he's cocky and said he'll blow the headliner off the stage. But that's, <laughs> I did do that. Well, I did say that one time mm-hmm. uh, and it was on the road. And uh, then want to hear something grimy that a headliner did to me? Yes. Okay. I should have, I should have done this earlier. When, I like grimy stories. Yeah. Go. When Jack asked me for grimy road stories. Um, this headliner, if you want to call her that, um, I want to drop her name so bad, but I just shouldn't. We'll make notes. You can tell me after. Yeah, I will. Okay. Um, so I do a run in the Midwest. Now it's March of a couple years ago, and I have to go, excuse me, Cleveland, then straight up through Michigan to the Upper Peninsula, which is a different strain of human being up there. Right. Like hills have eyes shit. Mm-hmm. And then I go across to Minong, Wisconsin, and then a place in um, Minnesota. So this headliner, one of the nights she goes, I'm not feeling it tonight. Do you want to just split the time instead of me doing a half an hour and her doing an hour? We both do 45. I go, sure, whatever. I was I was headlining at that time and they brought me just like, they're like, oh, we have to have you feature for us. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll play the game. Yeah. And she just was sick of, I don't know, sick of comedy at, in the, that night and she goes, just split the time. So I go, no problem. I go up. I do the exact amount of time that she asked me for. Granted, there's nobody from the business, the club, the business of funny yeah. uh, <laughs> in this. So it's just me and her. So anything goes. I do it. Had a great set. She did not. Uh, we leave there. I get home. Think everything's fine. I had a great week of shows. And I send out for more avails. I'm like, hey, I did my audition where I featured for a week for you. And I would love to submit for more work or whatever. They go, yeah, we're not gonna be able to use you if you can't stick to your time. I go, what are you, t- what are you talking about? They go, well, this person said that you did an hour, and I'm like, no, she told me to split the time with her, so I did 45. Actually, I go, I recorded it. I have it's 44 minutes and six seconds. Yeah. They go, well, you were told to do a half an hour from us. You don't work for her. You work for us. If you can't stick to your time, then you're not gonna work for us anymore. And they never used me again. Wow. 
when I was just trying to serve the headliner. I was trying to serve the show like she asked me to. And yeah. she, she did. And I talked to other comics and they go, she does that on purpose because she doesn't want other headliners taking weekends from her. Right. Right. She burned me with that place. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have as many rooms as they used to. So I'm, now I'm like, <laughs> screw them. But still, it's like, that's a, I, of all well, the things you can say about me, uh, yeah. if you're like, oh, he doesn't keep his time. It's like, that's the one thing will keep you from getting work. Yeah. I mean, of all the things, and yeah. humping the wait staff. I mean, <coughs> I, I, tell, I tell the wait staff <laughs> they're responsible for their own um, oh, after right. school activities. So you I, can hump the wait staff. I do it. tell them, though, uh, you do what you want. You're an adult. Right. But promise that I'll hear about it. Right. Because comics can't help, help but talk. Oh, yeah, we can't. <laughs> but if, you, if, you, if it goes poorly. Oh, yeah. Like I w- <laughs> also, servers can't help but talk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I hear I hear from both ends. It's very entertaining. Yeah, they talk about your pee pee while they're bringing. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's that pencil dick guy. Yeah. Here comes little Brian G. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Little G. <laughs> little G. <laughs> little G. That should be Carlos my statement. said Brian lowercase G. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it hangs down. Um, <laughs> I, got, I did this to myself. I worked at a club in Florida and um, ended up hooking up. So I don't, I'm not an edibles person, <coughs> but the headliner ma- like was like, oh, do an edible. Um, and I was like, wanted to fit in, but I, <laughs> I did it on the last night. And then I was going to like try to hook up with one of the waitresses and, and then the edible kicked. And I just, I laughed so hard that I couldn't, I couldn't maintain focus. Yeah. And then she left the yeah. condo crying and I was just curled up in a ball dying laughing <laughs> and they never brought me back again. Like I had a great week of shows and the last night I couldn't, you know, I was sitting there like <laughs> in my huggies just <laughs> laughing my ass off instead of looking up. the server unsatisfied. Yeah, and then she, and then I went to be like, I'm so sorry and, about last night. And then like and th- it was blocked. No, I was blocked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You certainly didn't run the light. You got off before the light came on. No, I didn't even get that far. I was just laughing so hard because the edible hit so hard yeah and uh never got to work there ever again i didn't even get to hook up with her or get work again so mm-hmm. i blew it see literally yeah <laughs> don't fuck the weight staff don't hump the weight staff yeah. unless jenny says you can i mean they're adults i just know that i'm gonna hear about it i, I know walk into the room and everyone's snickers I <laughs> right i know way more than i need to about yeah. a few comics it's fine I know which con- I know which servers have seen the inside of the condo. Oh! <laughs> In fact, if you look, I think they just told me they signed the uh, the <laughs> the guest book. The toilet guest book. <laughs> I signed the toilet guest book. They yeah they accidentally snitched on themselves and then she was like oh my god I told Jenny and she goes we signed the guest book if she reads it she's gonna know right. anyway I was like well, whatever. Hmm. Which Your ones adults? are these? Are they <laughs> reading the guest book? Oh. <laughs> See who the see who the floozies. Are. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Nobody's. <laughs> oh yeah, we had one server for a while. I told her she saw the inside of the condo more than I did, and I'm the one that cleans it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you should just be like, look, I'll just pay you to clean on your way out. Right. right. That'd be. That's how you. That's how multitask. Exactly. If exactly. you're gonna be humping the features. I mean, but then does that make <laughs> me the pimp? Because I'm paying them. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> They already hand me money at the end of the night anyway. It already looks pretty suspect. Yeah. Well, they know what sheets are dirty. 
Which ones need double doses yeah, of bleach? Yeah, maybe bleach those ones. <laughs> Twice. Because if they come to help you clean the room the next day, they're going to be like, oh, whose underwear? Are oh, these are mine. Never mind. Let me just put these away. <laughs> this is my favorite pair. I can't believe I left them. <laughs> these are Wednesdays and it's Sunday. Um, been here all week. Um, so we were talking about festivals. Yes. And uh, I told you I'd, I'd tell you just sort of the story. Yes. Um, so festivals, like you said, it's it's so much about networking, mm-hmm. um, and yes, seeing you more than once is it makes me more familiar because I go to a festival as a booker, any per- industry person, and Jack can say this too, and every comic wants to talk to you, right? And I may or may not have seen you perform. Mm-hmm. I may or may not know or remember your name. I'm meeting a hundred of you. Right. At one time. Mm-hmm. So there is a thing where you do have to stand out on stage, off stage, and not in a bad way. Right. Don't be the creepy guy. Don't be the weird guy. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be the overly flirtatious guy. Yeah. You know? I'm like. I heard a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I just, because I mean, I'm like you said, I don't BS. I can see through it. I'll right. just look at you and, you know, hurt your soul with right. my stare <laughs> as I remain uninterested yeah. in everything you have to say. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you know, I'll get to know you over time. Like you said, right. I didn't know you so well in, at San Diego, and then I saw more of you at Big Pine and mm-hmm. saw you perform. But at Big Pine, um, I, there was a couple of comics that were mentioned to me specifically to watch. Mm-hmm. And I was paying attention to those comics. Okay. And there was a comic that didn't want to do the position that he was in you know when you're headlining you don't you think you're too good to host sometimes <laughs> shut up jack i just got an idea who, of who it was but i'll and, shut um, up because i'm new so so i was just um i was kind of irritated about it mm-hmm just because it, it was a an industry showcase, right? And the, he obviously didn't want to host, and so he um, he he basically kind of tanked the performance, and he didn't do any favors for the the comics that were there to be seen, that were hmm. on the showcase, and so the person that asked me to watch. I said something about it and right. I was like, well, based on that, I've never seen him before. That's the first time I've seen him perform. I wouldn't right. book him off of that. I don't think he was great. Right. I mean, he was definitely not anything I'd pay attention to and he didn't do anything for the show. Right. And so he, um, and I, I guess they talked to the person, they talked to the comic and he was doing a, a set later in the week and he was like, oh, well he was saving it to, for when he does a longer set. So at the panel, I very pointedly and passionately talked about every single time you get up on stage is an audition. Right. No matter what position you are in. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't see that later set, if I'm not paying attention at that later set, if I have to pee right. while you're on that later set, right. you missed then your chance. I've only seen one. Plus, the first time I see you, you obviously don't care about the show. So now... I'm thinking, well, if you don't care about this show, what are you going to do on my club on a Sunday night when we have 12 people? Right. You know? So whenever you don't want to do comedy, you're just not going to. Right. So there was kind of this very big irritation that I was carrying, and I used the Booker's panel to make a point about it. Yes. And it, that it, you're, I said, you're doing a disservice to the other comics. You're disrespecting the craft of comedy in general. Mm-hmm. You're definitely disrespecting the industry that are here to watch comics. Right. 
And it doesn't matter where you are or who you're performing for. Perform. Right. And this know? person was a host. All I'm doing is thinking, because I went to every show and every panel. <laughs> I, I am not going to tell you. We have to make a <laughs> mark this uh, <laughs> minute, whatever. We'll come back to it. <laughs> but but so yes, but it it if you're not at a festival to do your best, right? If you're not at a showcase, if I mean anywhere you perform, right? You don't know who's watching, right? Or what they're watching for, especially sometimes when you're going I'm watching for clean comics, right? You know, so if you have that talent, do that. If I'm seeing you more than once, definitely do that. You know, even if you're at the club and you're like, oh, it's a club, so I can do a club set. Right. Throw a clean set in there. And, you know, so I'll go, wait a minute, because I have these corporate clean stuff that I book, too, Mm -hmm. that I'm always looking for clean comics. They don't like repeats. I've been booking it for 10 years. Right. It takes a lot of comics, and there's not that many clean comics. I won a clean comedy showcase at the at the uh, San Diego and then I was on the dirty show uh, in Big Pine and I was like yes now so I didn't even know I was going to be on the clean one and I was never told that it was a clean contest yeah and I just was like I'm going to be clean at this festival yeah like I I was like I just had this mindset I feel like yeah I was like I'm coming into this and I'm going to be you know I'm going to do my thing but I'm not going to curse that's really all it was I'm not going to f all over the place yeah and I just happened to be clean. Nobody said anything about that it was a clean because they just threw me on last second because somebody bailed and I won it. And they were like, shit, we were just trying to give you extra stage time and you won the thing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know. And then I ended up on the dirty one. And it, yeah, and I was like, thank God. Now, <laughs> now I don't have to like, but I feel like I did better. I had better. I, I feel like I had better sets in San Diego. Yeah. Just because Big Pine was a little, it's a little more spread out and it's like, it's not like a full comedy club full of people. You're right. getting to do stage time, but it's not like some of them aren't club settings, right. you know? Big Pine's definitely about networking yeah. and hanging The hang. It's, it's like a conference with some stage to, time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Talking to the bookers and, and getting that more close personal contact. Yeah. So it's cool that the same people run both or ran both the other ones. I'm getting a lot of questions about one of those festivals that's no longer the same people and I'm like well when I did it it was great but I don't I can't vouch for what it's going to be now right I also did that festival before um I don't I always say more than I should but um I went there before it was the before it was the broken drift (laughs) yeah uh people and I got there and I was like oh I was already in California so it didn't matter but I was there and I was like, all right, I have a plane to catch tonight. Let's, you know, let's do this. And I went in and it was just rough yeah, going, you know, it just wasn't really organized or whatever. So I go, can I have the bullet spot? And they're like, this is a contest. This is the first round of the contest. I'm like, no, I know. <laughs> um, and I, I took the, because I knew I was going to leave. I took the bullet and like broke the show up. It just warmed the crowd up basically. Mm-hmm. And I shook their hand and I walked off stage and I just went to my car and I never... I never went back. That's funny. And then I was back at the festival when it was these guys last year. And I was like, oh, this is totally different. There's a lot of moving parts in a festival. And, you know, you you run a comedy club in a certain way. You're working on one show at a time that lasts for a weekend. Mm -hmm. And so to be to be change hats or to be able to do this, you know, where you're you're coordinating panels and industry and you know, all this, it takes a lot more effort and a lot right. more coordination and a lot more 
of being able to multitask and schedule this and and just be very detailed. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. I couldn't. I don't it, know. We're doing we're doing a festival of laughs this year. Why? No. Well, but because oh, the 40 it's the for, 40 for 40 what for does our that 40th mean? anniversary. Oh, right. Okay. So, my idea was um it's the 40th anniversary of Laughs Unlimited. Okay. It opened in 1980. So August 6th is 40 years. My mom opened in 1980. That's why I was born in 81. Hey! Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be celebrating your 40 soon. (laughs) All right. But um, so I thought, let's do 40 comics for 40 years. So over eight shows, we're doing five comics on each show. Oh, wow. And over eight shows, there's going to be 40 comics. Okay. When is this? The 40 for 40, August. August August 5th to 9th. Hmm. Yes, yes. Is it all submissions, submissions are open? Are open? Go to laughsunlimited.com. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so and it's and it's put on by Broken Broken Drift, so yes. we're in coordination with the people that did do Big Pine Is and Phil Kors coming? Um, you'll have to ask Phil Kors, but I believe he is. I like Phil Kors. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Hillary those... will be there, Jack. Hillary's sneaky. <laughs> When you listen to this, Hillary, now you'll know how Brian feels about you. Uh, well, she just like everywhere but nowhere all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You like see her at one place and then you get a cab and you get to the other place like as quick as you can. But she's already been there for 20 minutes. You're like, how does that work? I also I was on vacation somewhere and I saw a kid with a turtle backpack and I was like, oh, Hillary for like half a second. I um, thought you were going to say and then they turned around and it wasn't. No, Hillary. it wasn't. I can't afford a, <laughs> I can't afford a vacation where Hillary vacations. I should start running festivals. <laughs> I go. should do a festival on Nantucket. Do you think people would want to go to a little tiny island out in the middle of the sea to do comedy? Um, I should ask Carlos. Want to be my see. industry? Did you want to go to a... T- uh, yes. I'll be your yeah. industry. You're flying me out to yeah. a little tiny island on the Hell middle yeah. of the sea. Carlos, you want to go? You want to be industry too? Your second banana. <laughs> yeah. He could be industry and a comedy comic for you. Yes. He does everything. We don't have any keto-friendly food out there, so no. you're screwed. Yeah, how you, oh, you don't eat fish. Dang it. You don't eat... You don't eat fish? No. That's a whole nother. You don't what? want to know why. You don't want to know why. Religious? <laughs> no, it's not. It's a funny story, but oh. I'm not going to tell it. It's his story to tell. Um, right. Any um, any parting thoughts? Any advice that you would give yourself starting out in comedy? Something you know now that you didn't know then? Yes. What is it? Trust the process. It's a, it, like we aren't privy, we're not privileged to all of the moving parts. So all you can do is get as good as humanly possible for the time that somebody's giving you and work on the, it's always come down to the material. It comes down to writing jokes. It's an art form. So just work on the parts you can control mm-hmm. and let, just trust that the rest is going to happen. And this is one saying that, that there's two sayings that I live by. One of them is decide what to be and go be it. So don't be, don't be halfway in and halfway out. Either get in or get out of the way. And the other one is if your glass is half full, get a smaller glass. <laughs> control the things you can control. Bloom where you planted. I love all these kind of quotes. But yeah, just work on the shit you can actually do and worry about. Let the other people above you worry about the, what, how much time you get and where I belong in the lineup and all that shit. Just kill. 
right? And let the rest sort itself out. My mind, and I have it on a, when I first went into business for myself uh, as a bookkeeper, when I was 25, I found this thing and it. it's hung in my office ever since. It's at laughs too. Mm-hmm. It says, um, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Hmm. Exactly. That's that's and then my my rule that I go by is I don't talk to brick walls and to people that aren't listening. So, right. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I live by. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad we did this. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your time, Brian of course. G. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, lift off. Behind the showroom. Laughs Unlimited